Well, it is time to chat to West Junior. It is spinning wires, and we will like to inform you uh, how to do your tips on, or just give tips on how to do your own tax. Well, not me. Wes is on the line. Good morning, Wes. Morning, Donny. Morning, Lucia. How are you morning. guys? It's lovely, lovely. Going strong. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Wes, let's dig into it. Uh, tips on how to complete your own tax returns. Now, today we are going to uh, go just through a few tips. Um, and I always wondered, you know, is this just one thing I can do or should I get a professional to do it? It's such a daunting task. Now, can you let us know if this is something that people can do on their own or do you always need help? Yeah, so doing your tax return yourself, it's definitely something that anyone can do. It really has become so easy. But having said that, not everyone wants to do it themselves. Mm. So taking myself as an example, I know nothing about cars. And even though someone has shown me how to change the oil filter and the spark plug, <laughs> I prefer to rather just pay someone to service my car, to deal with the stress of it. It's just too far outside of my comfort zone and area of expertise. So I can understand, you know, many people feel the same way about tax. They just want someone to do it for them. Um, but I want to try and give some comfort to people who feel that way about how easy the process has actually become. Um, and I just want to start with some basic background information. So as much as SARS has gotten sick in the media over the past few years, we've got to remember that maybe 10 to 12 years ago, SARS was actually world-class in the sense that they were winning awards for their e-filing system. And even if you go onto Wikipedia, you'll see that it'll describe e-filing as an international standard comparable with America, France, Australia. And I would argue that it's even better than the American way of filing taxes because our system is far less complex. And Hmm. part of the evolution of SARS is that from this last tax year, your tax return is basically pre-populated with all the data for you so that all you need to do is review it and click one button to say that you're happy. That's interesting. Sure. Hmm. Simple as that. Uh, but uh, can you just explain a bit more for the people who are not sure, okay, it's pre-populated, what is needed, what data do I need to have ready, what is in there already, all of that. How can they know the data that is pre-populated is correct and it is the right thing? Yeah, so... The reason that this is a big deal for us is because it reduces the amount of effort and knowledge that we need in order to complete the tax return. But the bigger reason is that it helps SARS enormously having other people fill that information in for us on our behalf because then it's far more reliable and independent. So I'll try to explain it by way of example of some of the data that gets pre-populated. So firstly... If we are employed, our salaries and our deductions, they directly entered onto our tax return by our employers when they submit our RP files for us. So we don't need to worry about entering in the data, knowing where to code it and what expense categories things fall into. It's all done on our behalf. And similarly now, our banks, they also send information directly to SARS with the amount of interest that we've earned. Our medical aid sends stuff directly to SARS with our contributions and other information that's needed. And lastly, if we've got pension or retirement funds, those providers like Alan Gray, they also send that information directly to SARS. So when we open our return, it's all there. We just need to confirm that it's correct. 
And because we don't have to worry about where in the return it goes and what code it goes to, it's far easier for us and for SARS because they are much happier that they've got these third parties populating the data because it's much more likely that it will be correct and that it won't be manipulated and far less chance of us needing to be audited. Mm. And, and lastly, just, mm. maybe just to bear in mind, when you say um, we've got to check that that data is correct, what, what we more mean by that is the numbers are, are likely to be right. If Alan Gray says it's been 5,000 rand that you contributed, that's probably right. It's not 6,000, it's not 7,000. They've got the number right. It's more a completeness check that you need to do to make sure that did they actually put a number in it or did they leave something out? So we just got to review it and make sure that all the providers have sent the information. Okay, you just mentioned that um, a lot of institutions send through all the information directly to SARS, so you don't have to worry about or just have that hassle of getting all the information and just sending it through. Um, so now I want to ask you, what information do I need to get myself and then enter it myself? Yeah, so there are still a few data points that we need to manually enter. And two that are top of mind would be donations that you've made, which is quite rare. That's not everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those who are making donations, if you've made it to a Section 18A institute, and that just means it's a special institute that gives you a special certificate that says you can deduct this donation for tax purposes, Mm -hmm. um, then that's one. And the other one that's quite a common one is any out-of-pocket medical expenses. Okay. And I just want to make a quick point on both of those. So the fact that we have to manually enter that information and there's no third party validating it, it means that it's very likely that if you're claiming for those two, you are going to get audited. And the reason for that is because the only way that SARS can verify those numbers is you have to show them supporting documentation. There's no third party backing those numbers up. And mm. so for, for the, um, the donation, you're going to have to show that receipt. Mm. And for the out-of-pocket medical expenses, now what that is, that is anything that you haven't had covered by your medical aid, so something that you've had to pay by yourself. And that's quite a complicated deduction. So just the one thing that I wanted people to know is just the following, that you, the certificate that Discovery gives you, they'll give you, or whatever your medical aid is, they'll give you a certificate that says, this is the amount of money that you've spent on out-of-pocket expenses. Now, SARS is not going to accept that as proof for a number of reasons. For example, we could go to the pharmacy and say, I'm not sure if medical aid is going to pay for this. Can you just try and run it through? And then uh, you run it through and the pharmacist says, no, medical aid is not going to pay for it. And then we go, okay, then I actually I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Now that amount will go onto the certificate to say, oh, this was an out-of-pocket expense, but you never actually bought it. And similarly, with the, with the doctor, you could get an invoice that you either don't pay or you get a discount for it. So SARS doesn't want to look at invoices. They don't want to look at statements. They want to see receipts or proof of payments. So there's quite a big burden of proof that you need to claim all these items. And the last point that I'll just mention is that formula for that deduction, it's pretty complicated where, because it has a ceiling that says you can only claim expenses in excess of the ceiling. So generally my recommendation is this 
uh, deduction, it's not actually going to make any difference on your return unless you've had massive medical expenses. So rather just don't put anything in and avoid getting audited. That's quite a lot. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't done it yet, I think it is still a little bit daunting. But like you say, most of the stuff already pre-populated, um, and your medical aid will send through your medical certificate, all of that, so you can receive all of it. Uh, just make sure of these two: uh, it's the donations, and then, like you just mentioned, the medical expenses. That's um, an out-of-pocket yeah. medical expenses. Okay, yeah. so with this being said um, and so easy, where all we need to do is just click a button uh, to say we agree with everything that has been pre-populated. But now I still want to know, um, do you think that people will still use professionals to do their taxes? So it's really up to the individual. Um, some people just prefer not to do it. Uh, my view is that it is helpful if you're that way inclined. Just start off with a professional just to show you the ropes and to make sure that you are, in fact, claiming for everything that you're entitled to. And then if nothing has changed, then you can just do it yourself and carry on doing it yourself. Uh, you'll start gaining confidence. And only when something changes again, then you just get a professional to help you with that change. Okay. Wonderful. Thanks, Wes. Thanks a lot for chatting to us again and giving us uh, this practical tips on how to complete your tax returns. If anyone has some tax questions or is needing uh, some help um, on completion of their returns, they can always, always contact Wes. Uh, his email address is wesley at multitrust.net or you can get more details here at Radio Alderberg's Facebook page and you can get his number and all the contact details that you re- you want. So you can just send us a WhatsApp as well. We'll give you all uh, Wes's contact details. It's 082-870-4496. Wes, till next week. Enjoy your day. Thanks. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye. bye.